Greetings to you all from Terry Whitfield, a.k.a. Best, <laughs> known as Yasha Ben Israel. Back at you one more again on this very, very, very heathen day. Uh, I say heathen day because today is... In America, a day that they know as Thanksgiving. Yes, it's a day that they know as Thanksgiving, and I call it, I call it a very ungrateful taking. Happy Thanksgiving and a very horrendous ungrateful taking. To me, it's not Thanksgiving, and it ain't been Thanksgiving in over half my lifetime. Every day this day came to pass, it was a ungrateful taking. Because they should have been thankful for God and to God for this day. And I mean they, I mean the Europeans. They should have been thankful to God under what they taught us in history schools as a fallacious uh a fallacious uh uh just a damn bad rendering <laughs> okay they taught us in history a fallacious or fallacious root word fallacy about Thanksgiving. They taught us they taught us fallacies about manifest destiny. They taught us fallacies about that. Manifest destiny is a fallacy. Fallacy basically means bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. I'm so used to using fallacy and argument because I'm so used to dealing with fallacious arguments that my mind sometimes get jarred and <laughs> in, in, in stuck in fallacious argument. But this is dealing with fallacious renditions. <laughs> I do speak good English, I tried to tell y'all. <laughs> Happy Heathen's Day, Ungrateful Taking Day. The white man, the European, we know him in the black community. If y'all been following my podcast, I made a show a little while back about the destruction of a black civilization. And this civilization is about a certain breed and bloodline of black people that they're truly trying to wipe completely out of America and out of the history books so they can implant their fallacious ideas in the history books. They taught us bunches of logical fallacies in history. They taught us lot, lots of lot, uh, uh, fallacious teachings in history. They taught us a lot of fallacious renditions of history. Yes, we have been taught fake history. 
Mind you, I don't want to spend too much time into that. I want to go off into something else. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But the 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 the. the <laughs> I, I, this is what it was to me. It went from Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is what they teach us. <coughs> Boy, I got on a good bag of herb today. And then this one ain't poisonous. This ain't the poison bag. They ain't trying to kill Yasha today. Yes, yes, yes. Happy Thanksgiving. That's how it was taught to me. That's how it was given to me. Happy Thanksgiving. And that is the best way that Thanksgiving should have been taken in the American spirit. There were two things fuel in Thanksgiving. One that we know of as manifest destiny. Something I learned about not in high school, but in college. Manifest destiny. I learned about manifest destiny at Wayne State University and uh, its sister's uh, a college, Wayne County Community College. I've been instituted educationally by two states, Wayne State and County in Michigan and Knoxville College and UT in Knoxville, Tennessee. Two white colleges in Detroit in an all-black city and in Knoxville City, in Knoxville, a white city at that time. A black college and one of the major white colleges, universities. I learned about Manifest Destiny. And with Thanksgiving, with the idea of Thanksgiving comes, the European being at least thankful for God or to God. Giving them or thankful to God for giving them the manifest destiny of America. Being that God manifest that destiny to them, they felt privileged. And it was a privilege. But they must play the game like they play everybody else. A privilege is not a right. It was never, ever, 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 ever the white man's, European man, white right. White right. To take anybody's land or world from them. They should have been thankful to God, and they were according to the history books. According to the newspapers. According to the legacy of the very word. But this ain't about manifest destiny. This is about America. This is about Thanksgiving. This is Tadario Whitfield's rendition, minus the religio aspect. I'll give you the Yasha rendition just a little later. Just a little later within this podcast, on this show, on this episode. And this is why you'll know the difference between Terry and Yasha. There's a spiritual side, which is Yasha. And there's a very, very real side as a man. It's Terry. Both of them are masculine. 
One of them is strictly spiritual. Now, with this Thanksgiving, the European white man that coined the term Thanksgiving, you should be thankful for him. And America was thankful to him for almost damn near 200 years. Thanksgiving represents manifest destiny. Destiny and destined and predestined are all three different things. Destiny is a continuation, and no matter what you do, however way it manifests, be thankful. Predestined means that it's just going to happen that way, and God is going to make it happen that way, and that's just the way it is. A manifest destiny means that it was something that we have done or a people have done to make this destiny happen. So I'm making a difference between destined and destiny or more so predestined and destiny. And I have to use more of so predestined because they're playing with God. And also they're playing with the minds and the souls of African-American people and Israelite people and all of the ancient people of the old world that preceded them. I thank y'all. Have a blessed day. Yes. I had to give a shout out to the EMTs. This is some car chronicles I'm doing here. The EMTs on your Thanksgiving day. Ushering a lady out and taking her to the hospital while everybody else in the nation is shut down on this Thanksgiving day. Car Chronicles. For just earlier, right before the show started, I saw the ambulance pull up and I had to address them and just praise them and give them thanks. You know, and let them know that somebody appreciate their work and them coming and to do their job. But we're dealing with manifested destiny and thanksgiving. For the Europeans' idea of manifest destiny and thanksgiving all was in correlation to the Europeans' dominance and conquering and, and just emerging in America, ancient Europeans like, and I'm not even going to say ancient as much as historical, but I'm going to say ancient as far as America go in European history, started with Christopher Columbus. And Christopher Columbus as well as other Europeans, and when I say Europeans, I'm not including or excluding black and white people. When we're dealing with this manifested destiny, Christopher Columbus, as well as many other, especially, I mean, just many other people, 
knew about this secret place over here called the Americas. And when Isabella Ferdinand and Christopher Columbus set forth in August, not November, the only changes occurred of the two months was the equation between the Julian and Gregorian calendations. The calendars, the you know, Julian and Gregorian calendars. Now check this out. The ancient world always heard of this place that we're living in over here called Americas. People from the times of the Greeks have known that black people called Phoenicians at that time had already had embarked on this land and the, and, and the, and the Phoenicians had sworn and vowed secrecy to this land. Secrecy so to the point to uh, it gave birth to secret societies that you know as uh, Freemasonry and Masons. Elks, Shriners, the FBI, the CIA, the DEA, the ATF, uh, 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 you name it. Uh, the Illuminati, the Kabul, white supremacy, however way you look at it. And it goes all the way back to the Greeks. The Greeks were the first that we can really, really understand that clearly spoke of these lands. And it said that it was held secretly by the Phoenicians, by many, 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 many ancient, ancient Greek writers. So it always has been echoed about a land beyond the Pillars of Hercules on the other side of the rivers. I could talk about a scripture in the, in the Bible where it talked about how the children of Israel would be tossed like a ball to a land on the other side of the waters. <laughs> We're talking about ancient people here, okay? And manifest destiny. And I use that scripture to talk about how these lands over here has always been echoed and heard of, but people didn't believe it. They didn't believe it like they, they believed that there was America like they believed that, that there was a kingdom of heaven in the sky. You know, yes and no. You know, it was something that they uh, knew to not ever openly disregard, but in their hearts, they really, 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 really didn't believe it. But there were some people always believed what they heard, you know. There was always people that lived a life without gaslighting everything that came into their world. They, uh, there was people uh, that was not solipsistic, and people that believed the Bible and believed the myths and the legends, and the sagas, and the riddles. And Christopher Columbus was just one of many. F for surely, the Phoenicians knew all about it. <laughs> the Europeans, like Michael Franks, had a way. <laughs> you know, uh, wanting to tell you all about it. Something that was very secretive to the Phoenicians. So it was something always heard of, and there was always a place in the minds of the Europeans. I'm smoking on a tobacco stick, which caused slavery in America to one of the 
one of the beginning instruments of slavery in America, back up at Chesapeake and all throughout the 13 colonies, all the way down throughout the, uh, all throughout really the, 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 the eastern area of America, all the way up to Michigan and Tennessee and more so the Tennessee, Kentucky area, you know, they had, I mean, I could tell you the history of all of this, but not straying from the point. We're dealing with manifest destiny. They have always heard about this mysterious. <laughs> That's why I like women. I love women. Women, women love men that are mysterious. <laughs> they all, well, men don't really play into the mystery. And so we're dealing with manifest destiny. The lore of these secret lands beyond the pillars of Hercules have been echoed in the minds of Europeans at least since about 500 BC. At least. Surely it was in the minds of Alexander the Great. The knowledge of these American lands in the Western Hemisphere has always been a mystical echo in the minds of the ancient world. Almost something how like the Garden of Eden was to Christians or is to Christians, Muslims, and Jews. Pretty much something like how heaven is, you know, to Christians. You know, kind of something like how Yahweh is to the Israelites. Somehow, kind of like uh, the sagas of the Dula Karnain and the Majuj, Awa uh, Majuj, you know, in Arabic. I'm dealing with old, old texts that are all older than Christopher Columbus now, just to show you how these there was always this mystical land, this wonderland, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> y'all better watch y'all fairy tales Dr. Layla Africa told y'all. <laughs> I went to that school too. Now, this lore has always been mimicked and echoed in the ancient world, it was, it took Europeans like uh, Cristobal Colon to actually embark upon this journey to come over to the Western Hemisphere just to see was this law a reality. Anybody could see that it was because the people that were the hierarchies of religious thought of the old world knew that it was a reality. You know, your ancient Egyptians, your ancient Phoenicians, your ancient Israelites, they knew that it was a reality. You know, the people who dealt in the biblical lands of Tyre and Tarshish, which is the areas of Italy and Spain and the Mediterranean and North Africa, you know, the lands of uh, Foot, or put, you know, son of Ham, and uh, the lands of Canaan, and the lands of Egypt. You know, just basically the northern 
parts of the layers, uh, layers of Ham, the Mediterranean, right there all the way to the point of the Pillars of Hercules, and right beyond that you, you drift off into the Canary Islands, and then you drift off into uh, the Atlantic Ocean, and then you get caught up into this sea wind belt. That'll just shift you right on over here to the Western Hemisphere somehow. I mean, the evidence of what I'm saying that that the Phoenicians or the Canaanites or the people from the northern parts of Africa and that ruled the Mediterranean knew about this. It go back to King Mansa Musa, which to this day is reported have been the richest man to have ever lived. Okay, he knew about, they, they knew about this. I mean, he, he, he put out, his, his family has been known for putting out expeditions that, that uh, up until time immemorial. It didn't start with Mesa Musa. His brother, his brother known was setting up colonies and their people were setting up colonies and their people were setting up colonies over here. Now we're talking about black Hamites, Canaanites. People from the north and, and, and Mizraimites, Egyptians, you know, and even Israelites from Ham, and even some Europeans from Japheth. It is my belief that Alexander the Great knew and, and believed wholeheartedly as he conquered the world. But he believed at first about these myths and these lores, okay? And when he became the dominant man to dominate those old Afro-Asiatic territories. And the Romans, the Romans kind of fell short of the vision. You see? There's all kind of treasures and archaeological evidence that the Greeks have been over here and that the Egyptians have been over here, and that the Phoenicians have been over here. They were setting up their own utopia. The Greeks were coming up over here trying to get ready to try to take it all, which is what opened the door for manifest destiny. A destiny that is manifested because it, it became their destiny because they have followed and believed and followed and believed and followed and believed. So to the point to where the law of belief became their reality. And they feel, man, when I'm talking metaphysically, they feel that this land is theirs. It's occupied by them once they get here, and it's theirs. Why? Because all of what they believed in became their destiny. And when they got here, it was manifested. And because of that, the highest energy and thought in their mind had to go back to the Hebrew God of Jesus Christ. And this is no argument. And they had to be thankful not to Egypt, not to Kemet, not to any of the ancient lords, the Greeks. I didn't say lords, I said lords, uh, like folklores, 
and, 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 and old ancient histories and old writings of the Greeks, which you can call either fight between whether it's mythological or whether it's folklore or whether it was actually historical. I, I accept them all as an intellect. Now, when they came up over here, and because of the lore, not the Lord, the lore, the myths, the, 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 the folklores, and they were destined, they, they believed in it and they pursued it, which set them off into their destiny. They credit Christopher Columbus with this, but this European manifest destiny go way back before Rome. It go back to the Greek Empire. Rome just was caught up in their own. Somehow Rome got caught off, and as 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 as, as a nation, and they took on that manifestation through Christianity, and that's how they dominated Spain, and they continued that destiny until they hit these lands on the other side of the waters, which made their destiny manifested. Okay. No matter the lives that they took, the societies that they destroyed, the histories that they destroyed. I mean, you got people around here still talk about Planet Nubarus. And the only records that could really, really explain that was the records that these people who claim and manifest destiny destroyed. I get that. It's manifest destiny. It's your destiny manifested. But what I, what, what I am trying to say is that your manifest destiny is really a whole bunch of gaslighting on the other people's reality, on African-American reality. Because you got us from the lands of Mansa Musa, the territories and the kingdoms of Mansa Musa, who had the records predating your uh, uh, Christopher Columbus that already had thousands, they sent more ships over here than y'all did at first until the slave trade started and then, oh my goodness, it was, and then that's when the pirates started popping up, you know, that's when the Moorish, uh, the Moorish pirates started start popping up, you know, and start controlling the waterways, making it hard for them to come over here, taxing them on every time they went through the waterways, and even robbing them. Those pirates were Moorish, uh, uh, Barbary pirates. Look up the Barbary pirates. Uh, uh, the, the pirates of Tripoli. All right? These are all African freaking nations. Don't let these people fool you. I talk about the things they don't want you to know and the things that you don't like to talk about. I'm talking about Thanksgiving. But these Europeans were thankful, thankful not to any of them other gods, but to the Israelite God, Yahweh, of the Christian Bible for these lands. No matter what in their mind, they at first were thankful for the Israelite gods. Not their own gods. They wasn't thankful to Jupiter. 
okay? Or, or, uh, 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 man, uh, uh, Odin, or none of that. Any of that, them European gods that go back to Greece and Rome and Germany or any of those so-called white lands, they weren't thankful to none of them gods. They were thankful to the Israelite gods. And then immediately after they came here and manifested their destiny, they began, after thanking the Israelite gods, they began to kill off all of the inhabitants of the land using the Israelites and the Canaanites and the Moors and all, Egyptians and all of those groups, the Sarashians, the Hagarines, or, you know, all of those group of peoples, the Masmudans and the, uh, uh, the, the, the Sanhajas and the Berbers and all of those people to navigate them right over here to the Americas. America, no. It, the, the name of uh, the actual ship uh, 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 director that pointed him over here. His name was Admiralis. I think it was Admiralis, in which you get the word admiral from. If you studied Yosef Benyakonin's writings, you would know these things. Great black men who gave us these histories. This is black history that we're talking about. Thanksgiving. They were thankful to the Israelite gods and then turned around and destroyed these lands, conquered it, you know, began to colonize it, and then began to set up the Western triangular slave trade. Because I, I have to say, because it, it's across there, it, the slave trade, the triangular trade, and slaves were on those trips. So maybe I, 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 I can present it to you as the triangular trade was the slave trade or the slave trade was the triangular trade, a, a tomato, tomato. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's two different sides of the same coin. And, but my point was that they were thankful for the Israelite gods for, for, for manifesting their destiny. They wasn't thankful for the, the Greeks they came over here, wasn't thankful for the, to the Israelite God. It was uh, 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 the Christian Europeans that, that were involved in Rome, that Genghis Khan uh, uh, fled to the West, that started in, around the 4th century, which started uh, Europe, at, which was actually Moorish territory. Okay, again, Britain, Spain, Gaul, the Mediterranean, even Rome. Rome was Moorish territory because the Punic Wars were fought between the blacks, Phoenicians of northwestern Africa, and the Romans. Hannibal Barker, Scipio Africanus. I know my history. All right? So, and this is a reality. So when this occurred, they could Hannibal Baca. That is Phoenician Hebrew. Okay? (laughs) 
Carnival Barca actually means it, it the name itself is an invocation of Baal's blessings. Like Hanna, like come Hanna, like in Arabic, Hanna. You know, in Arabic in Hebrew, Lakhanna, come here. You know. In 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 Arabic is Nalhanna or Nasunna. You see what I'm saying? So Hanna is an exaltation. Alright? Then you got ball, Hanna ball, come here the ball. You know, uh, uh, but our the Israelite ancestors said, come here, Yah, Kumbaya. Kumbaya. That was the difference. See, people don't know the history, okay? The difference between the Israelites and the Canaanites who lived in the same territory and spoke the same languages and moved and walked and side by side with each other while the, while the, while, while the Canaanites said, uh, <laughs> you dig what I said? That was a broad term, just like in those same lands, kumbaya, <laughs> kum, kum, come in here, yeah. That's what kumbaya means. Kumbaya, I'm preaching you and I'm teaching you this. Manifest destiny. They were thankful, the Europeans were thankful. They knew that they were bringing the children of Israel over here. They carried the same children of Israel over here and made them slaves. And became thankful, very thankful, because they became the rulers completely as Europeans through a chain of European fighting, war, dominance, uh, and cobbles, which created the monarchies of European white Europe, all the way back to Charlemagne. Well, actually, it goes back before him. It goes back to Alexander the Great. All right. Manifest. This was all of these wars and all of this stuff was about. They were wondering where all of this gold was coming from. It was coming from the Americas. And there's gold here right now. And there's gold all up under the Sahara Desert. Uh-oh. And the Freemasons... And the Masonic Order and the Kabbles knew this old history. This is why they tell you, study Egyptology, study Israelites, study the ancient world. You be synonymous to a Mason. You don't have to become a Mason. This is why cats like Malachi York, who just studied and learned so much, was just naturally a Mason. They, they would just give cats like you, like polite. People who understand this type of knowledge. And it's the reason why everybody fight the most conscious of the Israelites. Well, actually, they just beat up on the dummies and the fool of the Israelites. They run from the most conscious of the Israelites. Cats like myself, Yasha Hamalakri, been Israel, number one. Number two, my brother, mighty Hebrew. And number three, I'm going to have to say, Zion Lex, a brother who I've not known, never, ever met, never, ever talked to. It goes in that order. But back, but, 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 
Mm. Back to this manifest destiny on your Thanksgiving Day 2021. <laughs> it was a manifest destiny. And they were thankful for all of that that I've told you about. My elder, my greatest Israelite teacher, my greatest teacher ever, Akgadol Ben-Ami Rabboni, Akbar Rabboni. I'm speaking very great Hebrew now, just straight off the top of my mind, come naturally. Ben-Ami. He made it clear that the early Europeans who brought up in the slave in the slavery knew exactly what they were doing, and the Europeans of today don't. He understood the contract between God. He understood the contract between man. Because there was a contract that he made between Africans, Muslims, Hagarinis, and Saracenis which is black Muslims and black Jews, to import us over here to the Americas. And every American that came over here was not an Israelite. This is where the confusion in the, You had black Egyptians, black Ethiopians, black South Africans. Because of what the Moorish Empire created, it was the heartbeat of all of Africa. And many Africans, before any other people in the world enjoyed that, was the Africans. So many people got caught up into that slave trade. But the Israelites were definitely on there. And there was Israelites that was pushing it. And there was Muslims that were pushing it. There was Israelites that converted to Islam that were pushing it. Like the like the Israel Israelites of Senegal, the Ben Israel Muslims of Senegal, people in Israel to this day still call themselves the Ben Israel clan, but they have been the dominant holders of Islam in all of Africa, especially the Congo and Senegal and the western, and even the north, ain't nobody held it down with that Israelite thing and that Muslim thing. Like the Senegalese Israelites, which are actually, I would be doing them great respect because they turned in their natural Israelite banner for Islam. And they have exclaimed this, and, and they will tell you exactly the same stories that I am telling you now. Manifest destiny. They were thankful. The Europeans that came here, they created Thanksgiving, was thankful because they knew it was a blessing. Of, it couldn't have been nothing but a blessing of no other God but the God of Israel that they got here. There were many Europeans that were conquered. Oh, uh, not conquered, converted into the Muslim way, the Israelite way, the Egyptian way, any of those old, old ways. Many. Don't be fooled. There were many Europeans. We got Europeans in the northern part. 
in the Algeria area of Africa that look just like white folks. They got more African DNA in them than some of the darkest Europeans in the Amer Africans, African Americans, excuse me, in the Americas. We're talking about manifest destiny. Let me get back to manifest destiny. They were thankful that the Lord of Israel, not, un not any of those other nations, you must understand that Israel dominated from the time up until John Hyrcanus, all the way up until the slave trade, which caused the slave trade between everybody, every other black nation. It caused the slave, the black slave trade happened between black Muslims, the Fatimids, the, uh, all just black Muslims, uh, the Shiites, the Fatimids is the sons of Fatima, which is, I think, is the Prophet Muhammad's, like, daughter or granddaughter or something like that. These were black folks doing this stuff, man. And, and, and they were very much part of the Almoravid and the Almohad and all of those other, uh, uh the Masmuda and the uh, uh, Sanajas and, uh, and, and uh, or Zanatas, the Berbers. The Moors, they were very much entrenched in that. Okay? So the people who had the Quran, the Bible, the hieroglyphics, the European had it all in his pocket when he finally set short to these Americans. And he thanked the God of Israel for that because he went through Israelite records. He couldn't understand the hieroglyphics. I'm telling y'all, Champollion messed up so bad. <laughs> you know, it, 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 when the Europeans begin to halfway kind of figure it out, they begin to understand stories that, that, that made them like, whoa, about the people who they kept trying to dominate and conquer, the greatness of them, and the minimalization of his kind. Yes, they discovered that all throughout all of the records, including the Bible, They did. Once they finally conquered the rulers of the old world, they came to the Americas. And once they got foot hold, starting with George Bush, with this new world order. See, this new world order today, I have to go that because I'm talking about the history of Thanksgiving. See, this new world order today that George Bush implicated maybe 30 years ago, you know, it, 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 it was an open declaration to manifest destiny that, okay, y'all Negroes and y'all, y'all old other races dominated the old world. But today, we're dominating the new world. Manifest destiny. They were thankful to God for that. But the, the, the European of today, not those old, old ones who talked that manifest destiny and going back to Christopher Columbus and even Alexander the Great. Because surely after Alexander the Great conquered Persia, uh, he knew he, he, had, he, hit, he hit the jackpot. And he sent this war going all the way to the west 
trying to dominate Africa and Egypt, and Egypt is where he got stopped at. Them black folks wouldn't let him penetrate into the core of Africa and let them get to digging and playing all up under the damn sands and trying to get gold. You know, we were known for going under the sands and in the mountains and just going deep all down into the earth to get gold. That's where it's all at, people. And this is what all the fights and wars is over. It's over Europeans being able to complain complete dominance as manifest destiny over the world. But manifest destiny stopped. It stopped because, according to the records, the children of Israel time is up. The children of Israel time is up, and these people don't want to let the children of Israel go. Because today, they're not thankful for the Most High giving them their manifest destiny. Their destiny was prophesied all throughout the scriptures as well as the Israelites and the rest of the world, as well as prophesied throughout all of the ancient worlds. Because these people had an understanding with reality, a reality that these people was constantly trying to take us away from with fashion and, and, and trends and stars, you know, and all that other dumb shit, okay? They want to take you away from all of that. You know, to blur your reality and the of uh, 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 understanding how this thing was, came to be and how it was supposed to go. The America a Constitution has been amended so many times because people don't understand that the way that this thing is supposed to go. You know, they can't just the Europeans just keep wanting a bad time, bad time. You know, it's a scripture in the uh, I think in the Bible somewhere where it says something about Satan was upset, he was mad. Because he, 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 he understood that he only had so much time. He understood that his time was short. Well, today, time, Satan time is over. It's been over with. And there is no more Thanksgiving. Okay? Because these people are not thankful anymore. These, pe these same people don't even believe in God anymore. And they don't even want to let the slaves go. They're not thankful anymore. Now they're ungrateful. And what they have done should not be looked at as a thanksgiving, but an ungrateful taking. Greetings to you all from Terry Whitfield, a.k.a. Best, <laughs> known as Yasha bin Israel. Back at you one more again on this very, very, very heathen day. Uh, I say heathen day because today is, in America, a day that they know as Thanksgiving. Yes, it's a day that they know as Thanksgiving, and I call it I call it a very ungrateful taking. Happy Thanksgiving and a very horrendous, ungrateful taking. To me, it's not Thanksgiving and it ain't been Thanksgiving in over half my lifetime. 
every day this day came to pass, it was uh, ungrateful taking because they should have been thankful for God and to God for this day. And I mean they, I mean the Europeans. They should have been thankful to God under what they taught us in history schools as a fallacious, uh, a fallacious, uh, uh, just a damn bad rendering. <laughs> okay. They taught us in history a fallacious, a fallacious, root word fallacy about Thanksgiving. They taught us, they taught us fallacies about manifest destiny. They taught us fallacies about that. Manifest destiny is a fallacy. Fallacy basically means bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. I'm so used to using fallacy in argument because I'm so used to dealing with fallacious arguments that my mind sometimes get jarred <laughs> and stuck in fallacious argument. But this is dealing with fallacious renditions. <laughs> I do speak good English, I tried to tell y'all. <laughs> Happy Heathen's Day, Ungrateful Taking Day. The white man, the European, we know him in the black community. If y'all been following my podcast, I made a show a little while back about the destruction of a black civilization. And this civilization is about a certain breed and bloodline of black people that they're truly trying to wipe completely out of America and out of the history books so they can implant their fallacious ideas in the history books. They taught us bunches of logical fallacies in history. They taught us lot, lots of lot, uh, fallacious teachings in history. They taught us a lot of fallacious renditions of history. Yes, we have been taught fake history. Mind you, I don't want to spend too much time into that. I want to go off into something else. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, but the, 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 <laughs> this is what it was to me. It went from Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is what they teach us. <coughs> Boy, I got on a good bag of herb today. And then this one ain't poisonous. This ain't the poison bag. They ain't trying to kill Yasha today. Yes, yes, yes. Happy Thanksgiving. That's how it was taught to me. That's how it was given to me. Happy Thanksgiving. And that is the best way that Thanksgiving should have been taken in the American spirit. There were two things fuel in Thanksgiving. One that we know of as manifest destiny. Something I learned about, not in high school, but in college. Manifest destiny. 
I learned about Manifest Destiny at Wayne State University and uh, its sister's uh, a college, Wayne County Community College. I've been instituted educationally by two states, Wayne State and County in Michigan and Knoxville College and UT in Knoxville, Tennessee. Two white colleges in Detroit in an all-black city and in Knoxville City, in Knoxville, a white city at that time, a black college and one of the major white colleges, universities. I learned about Manifest Destiny. And with Thanksgiving, with the idea of Thanksgiving comes, the European being at least thankful for God or to God, giving them or thankful to God for giving them the manifest destiny of America. Being that God manifest that destiny to them, they felt privileged. And it was a privilege. But they must play the game like they play everybody else. A privilege is not a right. It was never, ever, 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 ever the white man's, European man, white right. White right. To take anybody's land or world from them. They should have been thankful to God, and they were according to the history books. According to the newspapers. According to the legacy of the very word. But this ain't about manifest destiny. This is about America. This is about Thanksgiving. This is Tadario Whitfield's rendition, minus the religio aspect. I'll give you the Yasha rendition just a little later. Just a little later within this podcast, on this show, on this episode. And this is why you'll know the difference between Terry and Yasha. There's a spiritual side, which is Yasha. And there's a very, very real side. There's a man. It's Terry. Both of them are masculine. One of them is strictly spiritual. Now with this Thanksgiving, the European white man that coined the term Thanksgiving, you should be thankful for him. And America was thankful to him for almost damn near 200 years. Thanksgiving represents manifest destiny. Destiny and destined and predestined are all three different things. Destiny is a continuation, and no matter what you do, however way it manifests, be thankful. Predestined means that it's just going to happen that way, and God is going to make it happen that way, and that's just the way it is. A manifest destiny means that it was something that 
we have done or a people have done to make this destiny happen. So I'm making a difference between destined and destiny or more so predestined and destiny. And I have to use more of so predestined because they're playing with God. And also they're playing with the minds and the souls of African-American people and Israelite people and all of the ancient people of the old world that preceded them. I thank y'all. Have a blessed day. Yes. I had to give a shout out to the EMTs. This is some car chronicles I'm doing here. The EMTs on your Thanksgiving day. Ushering a lady out and taking her to the hospital. Why everybody else in the nation is shut down on this Thanksgiving day. Car Chronicles. For just earlier, right before the show started, I saw the ambulance pull up and I had to address them and just praise them and give them thanks. You know, and let them know that somebody appreciate their work and them coming and to do their job. But we dealing with manifested destiny and thanksgiving. For the Europeans' idea of manifest destiny and thanksgiving all was in correlation to the Europeans' dominance and conquering and, and just emerging in America. Ancient Europeans like, and I'm not even going to say ancient as much as historical, but I'm going to say ancient as far as America go in European history, started with Christopher Columbus. And Christopher Columbus as well as other Europeans, and when I say Europeans, I'm not including or excluding black and white people. When we're dealing with this manifested destiny, Christopher Columbus, as well as many other, especially, just many other people, knew about this secret place over here called the Americas. And... When Isabella Ferdinand and Christopher Columbus set forth in August, not November, the only changes occurred of the two months was the equation between the Julian and Gregorian calendations. The calendars, the you know, Julian and Gregorian calendars. Now check this out. The ancient world always heard of this place that we're living in over here called Americas. People from the times of the Greeks have known that black people called Phoenicians at that time had already had embarked on this land and the, and, and the, and the Phoenicians had sworn and vowed secrecy to this land. Secrecy so to the point to uh, it gave birth to secret societies that you know as uh, Freemasonry and Masons. 
Elks, Shriners, the FBI, the CIA, the DEA, the ATF, uh, 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 you name it, uh, the Illuminati, the Kabul, white supremacy, however way you look at it. And it goes all the way back to the Greeks. The Greeks were the first that we can really, really understand that clearly spoke of these lands. And it said that it was held secretly by the Phoenicians, by many, 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 many ancient, ancient Greek writers. So it always has been echoed about a land beyond the Pillars of Hercules on the other side of the rivers. I could talk about a scripture in the, in the Bible where it talked about how the children of Israel would be tossed like a ball to a land on the other side of the waters. <laughs> We're talking about ancient people here, okay? And manifest destiny. And I use that scripture to talk about how these lands over here has always been echoed and heard of, but people didn't believe it. They didn't believe it like they, they believed that there was America like they believed that, that there was a kingdom of heaven in the sky. You know, yes and no. You know, it was something that they uh, knew to not ever openly disregard, but in their hearts they really, 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 really didn't believe it. But there were some people always believed what they heard. You know, there was always people that lived a life without gaslighting everything that came into their world. They, uh, there was people uh, that was not solipsistic and people that believed the Bible and believed the myths and the legends and the sagas and the riddles. And Christopher Columbus was just one of many. F for surely, the Phoenicians knew all about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Europeans, like Michael Franks, had a way, <laughs> you know, uh, wanting to tell you all about it. Something that was very secretive to the Phoenicians. So it was something always heard of, and there was always a place in the mass of the Europeans. I'm smoking on a tobacco stick, which caused slavery in America to one of the one of the beginning instruments of slavery in America, back up at Chesapeake and all throughout the 13 colonies, all the way down throughout the, uh, all throughout really the, 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 the eastern area of America, all the way up to Michigan and Tennessee and more so the Tennessee, Kentucky area. You know, they had, I mean, I could tell you the history of all of this, but not string from the point. We're dealing with manifest destiny. They have always heard about this mysterious. <laughs> That's why I like women. I love women. Women, women love men that are mysterious. <laughs> they all, well, men don't really play into the mystery. And so we're dealing with manifest destiny. The lore of these secret lands beyond the pillars of Hercules have been echoed in the minds of Europeans at least 
since about 500 B.C. At least. Surely it was in the minds of Alexander the Great. The knowledge of these American lands in the Western Hemisphere has always been a mystical echo in the minds of the ancient world. Almost something how like the Garden of Eden was to Christians or is to Christians, Muslims, and Jews. Pretty much something like how heaven is, you know, to Christians. You know, kind of something like how Yahweh is to the Israelites. Somehow, kind of like uh, the sagas of the Dul Karnain and the Majuj, Majuj, you know, in Arabic. I'm dealing with old, old texts that are all older than Christopher Columbus now, just to show you how these there was always this mystical land, this wonderland, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> y'all better watch y'all fairy tales, Dr. Layla Africa told y'all. <laughs> I went to that school too. Now, this lore has always been mimicked and echoed in the ancient world, it was, it took Europeans like uh, Cristobal Colon to actually embark upon this journey to come over to the Western Hemisphere just to see was this lore a reality. Anybody could see that it was because the people that were the hierarchies of religious thought of the old world knew that it was a reality. You know, your ancient Egyptians, your ancient Phoenicians, your ancient Israelites, they knew that it was a reality. You know, the people who dealt in the biblical lands of Tyre and Tarshish, which is the areas of Italy and Spain and the Mediterranean and North Africa, you know, the lands of uh, Foot, or put, you know, son of Ham, and uh, the lands of Canaan, and the lands of Egypt. You know, just basically the northern parts of the lands, uh, lands of Ham, the Mediterranean, right there all the way to the point of the Pillars of Hercules, and right beyond that you, you drift off into the Canary Islands, and then you drift off into uh, the Atlantic Ocean, and then you get caught up into this sea wind belt that'll just shift you right on over here to the Western Hemisphere somehow. I mean, the evidence of what I'm saying, that, that the Phoenicians or the Canaanites or the people from the northern parts of Africa and that ruled the Mediterranean knew about this. It go back to King Mansa Musa, which to this day is reported have been the richest man to have ever lived. Okay, he knew about, they knew about this. I mean, he, he, he put out, his, his family has been known for putting out expeditions that, that uh, up until time immemorial. It didn't start with Mesa Musa. His brother, his brother was setting up colonies and their people were setting up colonies and their people were setting up colonies. 
over here. Now we're talking about black Hamites, Canaanites, people from the north, and, and, and Mizraimites, Egyptians, you know, and even Israelites from Ham, and even some Europeans from Japheth. It is my belief that Alexander the Great knew and, and believed wholeheartedly as he conquered the world. But he believed at first about these myths and these lores, okay? And when he became the dominant man to dominate those old Afro-Asiatic territories and the Romans, the Romans kind of fell short of the vision, you see? There's all kind of treasures and archaeological evidence that the Greeks have been over here and that the Egyptians have been over here and that the Phoenicians have been over here. They were setting up their own utopia. The Greeks were coming up over here trying to get ready to try to take it all, which is what opened the door for manifest destiny. A destiny that is manifested because... It became their destiny because they have followed and believed and followed and believed and followed and believed. So to the point to where the law of belief became their reality. And they feel, man, we're talking metaphysically, they feel that this land is theirs. It's occupied by them. Once they get here, and it's theirs. Why? Because all of what they believed in became their destiny. And when they got here, it was manifested. And because of that, the highest energy and thought in their mind had to go back to the Hebrew God of Jesus Christ. And this is no argument. And they had to be thankful not to Egypt, not to Kemet, not to any of the ancient lords, the Greeks. I didn't say lords, I said lords, uh, like folklores, and, 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 and old ancient histories and old writings of the Greeks which you can call either fight between whether it's mythological or whether it's folklore or whether it was actually historical. I, I accept them all as an intellect. Now, when they came up over here, and because of the lore, not the Lord, the lore, the myths, the, 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 the folklores, and they were destined, they, they believed in it and they pursued it, which set them off into their destiny. They credit Christopher Columbus with this, but this European manifest destiny go way back before Rome. It go back to the Greek Empire. Rome just was caught up in their own, somehow Rome got caught off. And, and, and as, 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 as a nation, and they took on that manifestation through Christianity. And that's how they dominated Spain, 
and they continue that destiny until they hit these lands on the other side of the waters, which made their destiny manifested. Okay? No matter the lives that they took, the societies that they destroyed, the histories that they destroyed. I mean, you got people around here still talk about Planet Nuberus. And the only records that could really, really explain that was the records that these people who claim and manifest destiny destroyed. I get that. It's manifest destiny. It's your destiny manifested. But what I, what, what I am trying to say is that your manifest destiny is really a whole bunch of gaslighting on the other people's reality, on African-American reality. Because you got us from the lands of Mansa Musa, the territories and the kingdoms of Mansa Musa, who had the records predating your uh, uh, Christopher Columbus that already had thousands. They sent more ships over here than y'all did. At first, until the slave trade started, and then, oh my goodness, it was, and then that's when the pirates started popping up, you know, that's when the Moorish, uh, the Moorish pirates started start popping up, you know, and start controlling the waterway, making it hard for them to come over here, taxing them on every time they went through the waterway, waterways, and even robbing them. Those pirates were Moorish, uh, uh, Barbary pirates. Look up the Barbary pirates. Uh, uh, the, the pirates of Tripoli. All right? These are all African freaking nations. Don't let these people fool you. I talk about the things they don't want you to know and the things that you don't like to talk about. I'm talking about Thanksgiving. But these Europeans were thankful. Thankful. Not to any of them other gods, but to the Israelite God, Yahweh, of the Christian Bible for these lands. No matter what in their mind, they at first were thankful for the Israelite gods. Not their own gods. They wasn't Thankful to Jupiter, okay, or, or, uh, 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 man, uh, Odin, or none of that. Any of that, them European gods that go back to Greece and Rome and Germany, or any of those so-called white lands, they weren't thankful to none of them gods. They were thankful to the Israelite gods. And then immediately after they came here and manifested their destiny, they began, after thanking the Israelite gods, they began to kill off all of the inhabitants of the land using the Israelites and the Canaanites and the Moors and all Egyptians and all of those groups, the Sarashians, the Hagarines, or you know, all of those group of peoples, the Masmudans and the uh, uh, the the, the Hajas and the Berbers and all of those people to navigate them right over here to the Americas. America, no, 
the, the name of uh, the actual ship uh, 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 director that pointed him over here. His name was Admiralis. I think it was Admiralis, in which you get the word admiral from. If you studied Yosef Ben Yakan's writings, you would know these things. Great black men who gave us these histories. This is black history that we're talking about. Thanksgiving. They were thankful to the Israelite gods. And then turned around and destroyed these lands, conquered it, you know, began to colonize it, and then began to set up the Western triangular slave trade. Because I, I have to say, because it, it, it's across there, it, the slave trade, the triangular trade, and slaves was on those trips. So maybe I, 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 I can present it to you as the triangular trade was the slave trade or the slave trade was the triangular trade, uh, uh, tomato, tomato. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's two different sides of the same coin. And, but my point was that they were thankful for the Israelite gods for, for, for manifesting their destiny. They wasn't thankful for the, the Greeks they came over here, wasn't thankful for the, to the Israelite God. It was uh, 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 the Christian Europeans that, that were involved in Rome, the Genghis Khan uh, uh, fled to the West that started in around the 4th century, which started uh, Europe, at, which was actually Moorish territory. Okay, again, Britain, Spain, Gaul, the Mediterranean, even Rome. Rome was Moorish territory because the Punic Wars were fought between the blacks, Phoenicians of northwestern Africa, and the Romans. Hannibal Barker, Scipio Africanus. I know my history. All right? So, and this is a reality. So when this occurred, they could Hannibal Barca. That is Phoenician Hebrew. Okay? <laughs> uh, Hannibal Barca actually means it, it the name itself is A invocation of Baal's blessings. Like Hannah. Like, come Hannah. Like in Arabic, Hannah. You know, in Arabic, in Hebrew, like Hannah. Come here. You know, in, 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 in Arabic, it's Nal Hannah or Nasunna. You see what I'm saying? So, Hannah is an exaltation. All right? Then you got ball, hunting the ball, come here the ball. You know, uh, uh, but our the Israelite ancestors said, come here, yah, kumbaya, kumbaya. That was the difference. See, people don't know this history. 
Okay, the difference between the Israelites and the Canaanites who lived in the same territory and spoke the same languages and moved and walked and side by side with each other, while the while the while, while the Canaanites said uh, Ahadnabal, <laughs> you dig what I said? That was a broad term, just like in those same lands, Kumbaya, <laughs> Kum, Kum, come in here, yeah. <laughs> That's what Kumbaya means kumbaya i'm preaching you and i'm teaching you this manifest destiny they were thankful the europeans were thankful they knew that they were bringing the children of israel over here they carried the same children of israel over here and made them slaves and became thankful very thankful because they became the rulers completely as europeans Through a chain of European fighting, war, dominance, uh, and cobbles, which created the monarchies of European white Europe, all the way back to Charlemagne. Well, actually, it goes back before him. It goes back to Alexander the Great. All right. Manifest, this was all of these wars and all of this stuff was about. They were wondering where all of this gold was coming from. It was coming from the Americas. And there's gold here right now. And there's gold all up under the Sahara Desert. Uh-oh. And the Freemasons and the Masonic Order and the Cobbles knew this old history. This is why they tell you, study Egyptology, study Israelites, study in the ancient world. You be synonymous to a mason. You don't have to become a mason. This is why cats like Malachi York, who just studied and learned so much, was just naturally a mason. They, they would just give cats like you, like polite. People who understand this type of knowledge. And it's the reason why everybody fights the most conscious of the Israelites. Well, actually, they just beat up on the dummies and the fool of the Israelites. They run from the most conscious of the Israelites. Cats like myself, Yasha Hamalakri Ben Israel, number one. Number two, my brother Mighty Hebrew. And number three, I'm going to have to say Zion Lex, a brother who I've not known, never, ever met, never, ever talked to. It goes in that order. But back, but, but, but back to this manifest destiny on your Thanksgiving Day 2021. <laughs> it was a manifest destiny. And they were thankful for all of that that I've told you about. My elder, my greatest Israelite teacher, my greatest teacher ever, Akgadol bin Ami Raharaboni, Ha-Akbar Raboni. I'm speaking very great Hebrew now. Just straight off the top of my mind. Come naturally. Ben Ami. He made it clear that the early Europeans who brought up in the slave, slavery knew exactly what they were doing. And the Europeans of today don't. He understood the contract between God. He understood the contract between man 
Because there was a contract that he made between Africans, Muslims, Hagarinis and Saracenis, which is black Muslims and black Jews, to import us over here to the Americas. And every American that came over here was not an Israelite. This is where the confusion in the, You had black Egyptians, black Ethiopians, black South Africans, because of what the Moorish Empire created, it was the heartbeat of all of Africa. And many Africans, before any other people in the world enjoyed that, was the Africans. So many people got caught up into that slave trade. But the Israelites were definitely on there. And there was Israelites that was pushing it. And there was Muslims that were pushing it. There was Israelites that converted to Islam that were pushing it. Like the, like the Israel, Israelites of Senegal. The Ben Israel Muslims of Senegal. People in Israel to this day still call themselves the Ben Israel clan. But they have been the dominant holders of Islam in all of Africa, especially the Congo and Senegal and the Western and even the North. Ain't nobody held it down with that Israelite thing and that Muslim thing. Like the Senegalese Israelites, which are actually, I would be doing them great respect because they turned in their natural Israelite banner for Islam. And they have exclaimed this and, and, and they will tell you exactly the same stories that I am telling you now. Manifest destiny. They were thankful. The Europeans that came here, they created Thanksgiving, was thankful because they knew it was a blessing. Of, it couldn't have been nothing but a blessing of no other God but the God of Israel. That they got here. There were many Europeans that were conquered, or uh, not conquered, converted into the Muslim way, the Israelite way, the Egyptian way, any of those old, old ways. Many. Don't be fooled. There were many Europeans. We got Europeans in the northern part, in the Algeria area of Africa that look just like white folks. They got more African DNA in them than some of the darkest Europeans in the Amer Africans, African Americans, excuse me, in the Americas. We're talking about manifest destiny. Let me get back to manifest destiny. They were thankful that the Lord of Israel, not, un not any of those other nations, you must understand that Israel dominated from the time up until John Hyrcanus, all the way up until the slave trade, which caused the slave trade between everybody, every other black nation. It caused the slave, the black slave trade happened between black Muslims, the Fatimids, the, uh, all just black Muslims. 
uh, the Shiites. The Fatimids is the sons of Fatima, which is, I think, is the Prophet Muhammad's like daughter or granddaughter or something like that. These were black folks doing this stuff, man. And, and, and they were very much part of the Almoravid and the Almohad and all of those other, uh, uh, the Masmuda and the uh, uh, Sanajas and, uh, and uh, or Zanatas. The Berbers, the Moors, they were very much entrenched in that. Okay? So the people who had the Quran, the Bible, the hieroglyphics, the European had it all in his pocket when he finally said sure to these Americans. And he thanked the God of Israel for that because he went through Israelite records. He couldn't understand the hieroglyphics. I'm telling y'all, Champollion messed up so bad. <laughs> you know, it, 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 when the Europeans begin to halfway kind of figure it out, they begin to understand stories that, that, that made them like, whoa, about the people who they kept trying to dominate and conquer. The greatness of them. And the minimization of his kind. Yes, they discovered that all throughout all of the records, including the Bible. They did. Once they finally conquered the rulers of the old world, they came to the Americas. And once they got foot hold, starting with George Bush, with this new world order. See, this new world order today, I have to go that because I'm talking about the history of Thanksgiving. See, this new world order today that George Bush implicated maybe 30 years ago, you know, it, 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 it was an open declaration to manifest destiny that, okay, y'all Negroes and y'all, y'all old other races dominated the old world. But today we're dominating the new world. Manifest destiny. They were thankful to God for that. But the, the, the European of today, not those old, old ones who talked that manifest destiny and going back to Christopher Columbus and even Alexander the Great. Because surely after Alexander the Great conquered Persia, uh, he knew he, he, had, he, hit, he hit the jackpot. And he sent this war going all the way to the West trying to dominate Africa and Egypt, and Egypt is where he got stopped at. Them black folks wouldn't let him penetrate into the core of Africa and, and let them get to digging and playing all up under the damn sands and trying to get gold. You know, we were known for going under the sands and in the mountains and just going deep all down into the earth to get gold. That's where it's all at, people. And this is what all the fights and wars is over. It's over Europeans being able to complain complete dominance as manifest destiny over the world. But manifest destiny stopped. It stopped because according to the records, the children of Israel time is up. The children of Israel time is up and these people don't want to let the children of Israel go. Because today... They're not thankful for the Most High giving them their manifest destiny. 
their destiny was prophesied all throughout the scriptures as well as the Israelites and the rest of the world, as well as prophesied throughout all of the ancient worlds. Because these people had an understanding with reality, a reality that these people was constantly trying to take us away from with fashion and, and, and trends and stars, you know, and all that other dumb shit, okay? They want to take you away from all of that, you know, to blur your reality and the of uh, 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 understanding how this thing was, came to be and how it was supposed to go. The America a Constitution has been amended so many times because people don't understand that the way that this thing is supposed to go. You know, they can't just, the Europeans just keep wanting a bad time, bad time. You know, it's a scripture in the, uh, I think in the Bible somewhere where it says something about Satan was upset, he was mad because he, 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 he understood that he only had so much time. He understood that his time was short. Well, today time, Satan's time is over. It's been over with. And there is no more Thanksgiving. Okay? Because these people are not thankful anymore. These pe these same people don't even believe in God anymore. And they don't even want to let the slaves go. They're not thankful anymore. Now they're ungrateful. And what they have done should not be looked at as a Thanksgiving but an ungrateful taking. 